life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. You know, doodles. Do you doodle? I don't doodle. No. Hey, doodle in the bathroom. <laughs> right? Good on. one. Why don't you stop? Wow. Why don't you still host? You know what? I think we're okay, actually. We can just do really? this. Oh, really? You yeah. guys been talking. I when, I was, when I was so the I host. Know. I hope you didn't burn a lot of good material. <laughs> when I was a host at Comedy Magic Club, I always had a clipboard to, to do the announcements, and it felt... You felt... Authoritative? Yeah, it was, very it authoritative? Like, like, people... I'm a comedian, right. but I have this business I got to do first, right, right. and then we'll get back to the comedy. Are you making I've, fun of my clipboards? Is that what you're doing? Well, what we, are they for? I'll yeah. tell you what they're for. Um, I was you talking have eight. To, you have eight. Clip- I have ten. You can't see the other two. <laughs> oh, that's I was, right. There's one. I was talking to Patrick Gary, the manager of the Irvine Improv, and he wanted to do what? Well, what I what I used to do the store a lot, work at the comedy store a lot. Uh-huh. We used to have an industry night, right? And that's everybody in the service industry got in for free. <laughs> oh, I thought you. Were <laughs> that, that was a joke. I'm sorry. When you said industry, I thought agents and managers. Yeah, go, and yeah right. Going like, to the comedy store. What is service, this? 1976. Service industry. Service industry. Okay, please continue. They used to do it. Chris Frangiola and Sarah Cloney used to work at Mirabelle, and they used to have a service industry night. So they started with the comedy store. Everybody on the Sunset Strip, who was a waiter or bartender, got in for free. Got to see a show. And that way, right. we were guaranteed to get in for free to the House of Blues, to the you know all the bars and everything. So I told Patrick. Why don't you do one of those? Because you're at the Spectrum. There's a thousand restaurants and bars. Do it on a Wednesday night. Have them come in. They'll have a great show. He's like, great. Why don't you head that up? I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I went and I got a bunch of clipboards. I don't work at the. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not employed by the improv. I'm yeah, just on an occasion. So I said I would do it if I could get if clipboards. I, if I could get clipboards. <laughs> if I could, uh, I'll, I'll do it. But I'm booking the night and. It's going to be me and my friends. And he said, perfect. So I got a bunch of clipboards with an email thing, you know, an email for the improv and all the people, employees put their emails on. And then you get an email saying, you know, industry night is February 20th, 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 February 20th. And it's a leap year. It's a leap year. So I've, it's many steps to industry night and I'm as far as clipboards. Oh, oh this hasn't happened. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. wow. Ask right. me how long those clipboards have been. I up know there. how long they've been here. I mean <laughs> we do the show here every Monday for for serious. I know. I see them every time. I was like, oh, a lot of clipboards. You know what? Yeah. Must, those must be Mary's. That's what I kept saying. Those have to be Mary's. No, this is my office. This All is right. my space. So then I forgot to factor in how much of a pain in the ass it is to drive to Irvine and hand out clipboards to 10 different establishments and all that. So I'm clip. I'm about so there. So yeah. next time, next time I work Irvine, I'll go down early and hand them out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or just just leave them there. Or just leave them there until Kira comes back in two years. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Murray Valeriano, part of the All Things Comedy Network. A lot of good stuff going on at All Things Comedy. Go check it out. Go check out allthingscomedy.com. Bill Burr special's up. They got a new studio. I'm going to be doing some recording in the studio. New studio. I'm excited about that. Thanks to everybody who contributed it. Contributed it. Did it. Did it. Did it. To All Things Comedy and helped put that studio up there. Um, and thanks for all the donations. I really appreciate it. I, uh, um, it goes to clipboards, clipboards. <laughs> you could have done this with index cards and done well with index cards that we just hand out a stack of index cards. They'd get lost. Well, then you need a clipboard to clip them. To. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I on my pitch? You were oh. thinking your your oh yes fans okay. yes for and yes because sometimes the money goes to buying a smart ass Gary Brightwell some coffee. <laughs> so that's what it went to this morning. Um, just so I can get into uh, bitch mode. Uh, joining me today is uh, this is like breakfast edition three without the breakfast though. Yeah. We yeah, didn't really. have any breakfast this morning. Yeah, because Gary uh, doesn't eat breakfast and Kira already had her coffee. So uh, joining me today is Gary Brightwell. Yay. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I appreciate it. I like being on the breakfast 
shows. Yeah, it's, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. We, we For those of you who've never heard of Breakfast, we go into this, and then we go into Gary and I co-host a Sirius XM show. We roll right into it. It goes in at 11, live at 11 a.m. on Sirius XM Channel 97. So we roll right into it. And we have a guest yes. on, the, on the show, usually, sometimes. And uh, so we have them come in and then hits the breakfast edition. And that guest today is Kira Saltanovich, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Yes. Come on. Mm. The whole wide world. Uh, Northern Hemisphere. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. Um, it's early. It's like 930 on a Monday morning. And this I'm is, dragging ass. This is the first day that I have slept normally. I, I was in Israel. Oh, really? And it took over a week to get over my jet lag. The, the, I've never had jet lag for so long. Today, this is the first morning that I feel like human. Oh, really? Human. Yeah. How long are you in Israel for? 10 days, but I, I don't know why. I've traveled internationally a bunch. I don't, yeah. It's never taken me this long. To get back, like, you know, I would go to sleep and then just 2 a.m., boom, up. Wide awake? Just wide awake until morning. What time did you go to sleep? I would go to sleep like at 9, which is probably too early. Yeah. But still, like, I, this is the first morning, so I'm excited that I'm I'm human for you. I don't think I've ever had jet lag. What? I don't think so. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I sleep weird anyway, wonky. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same way. Or I'll just take something that'll knock me out. Anyway, I would, like, do shows and, you know, like military shows in the middle east and come yeah. back yeah sometimes i felt like i had to step up on everybody i'm like i'm up at four people aren't up at four this is awesome i'm gonna get some stuff done <laughs> yeah, in but, afghanistan you're gonna get stuff done well, no no when you're i wake, got you're waking up before the army <laughs> the, mar- when I got the marines are like keep it down <laughs> no it's only when i got home you know and then then at nine o'clock in the morning i'm like huh, i'm whipped i gotta, I gotta yeah. sleep oh then you go back yeah, yeah nine a.m i get back in bed it's like no one's doing this either <laughs> yeah but that's a terrible vicious circle to vicious cycle to be in because that's what I was doing I would then like take a nap in the middle of the day right. and then I would just pass out at 8 o'clock at night I just couldn't keep my eyes open oh you know I take it back when I went to last time I went to London we did like a, we were like in on Friday out on Monday and we were all through London it was like we just slept in the daylight yeah and then at yeah. night we were up and around yeah that was awful yeah it's rough I hate that like that's it's the reason I stopped doing drugs like I that's why you stopped <laughs> yeah I hated watching the sun come wasn't up wasn't that and parole officer really really stressing beating it? my family no <laughs> <laughs> going to jail <laughs> take it or leave it no it was the it was sleep watching the sun cycle come up. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do in London uh, we went over a few years ago because Mary had a thingy over there oh and so um, we went over there and the thingy was sponsored by Grey Goose Vodka oh so it was just a from day one glug 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 just and you have to oh they're, yeah you're their sponsor oh yeah they're their sponsor and the thing is our gift bags were filled with you know five bottles of vodka five bottles of champagne like two six packs of beer this is the gift bag what england knows how to throw a party let me just say that and we couldn't take it on the airplane yeah, I was say, how do you get it home you have to so our driver, we're like, hey, Sven, or whatever your name is, do you drink? He's like, yeah. Yeah, my like, name's Sven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was John, and I had to change it because of my problem. I'm like, well, here's, here's a, we can't take this on the plane. Do you want this? And his eyes lit up like yeah. nobody's business, and he got on his cell phone. He's like, honey, I'm coming home early. <laughs> and he just went home, and I would like to think got drunk and made a family. You don't drink anymore, though, right? Uh, I do. I'm very not hardly at all anymore. Okay. But, um, I didn't know if you were in the program. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact... Uh, I'm, I was talking about BevMo program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every other bottle the, for a nickel? Yeah. Your reward. <laughs> the rewards. Have you, have you seen program. those specials? Mm-mm. It's like a bottle of wine. Buy one bottle of wine. Get one for a penny. It's like a frame sale. <laughs> It's like Aaron Brothers. They have the same marketing. There's a Bevmo near our house, and I drive by, and it's like, buy a bottle of wine, and we'll kick you in the nuts. Like they make the weirdest promotions. That would seem like it would be a. Deterrent. That one seems weird. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna want to drink after that. getting you like, right. Yeah, drink. you're gonna want gotta two do, bottles. Yeah. Do something Genius. about this pain. Glug 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 glug. <laughs> um, no, but I'll hit Bevmo because I'll probably. I go back out on the road in 2015, so that's when I'll probably start drinking again. <laughs> why? Why? Why what? Why are you going back on the road? 
because uh, I took like six months off the road to watch my son. Oh, so okay. I'm gonna hit the road again uh, in 2015. So that's I was thinking of this the other day. This is the only job where oh I'm gonna start working again. So I guess I'll start drinking. Right. <laughs> like you can't show up at the office. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe it was like a, a court ordered thing, like you got to stay away from this club until 2015. Like I didn't know if it was like a like the waitresses like filed the thing against you. No, you got me confused with Adam Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to delete that. <laughs> uh, now there's editing. Now I got to uh, edit, and I'm just gonna post that. Uh, it's, you know, you know what? This is going up like right after this. Why so, did you just uh, say now you got me confused with beep beep beep? All right, you got me confused with beep beep beep. I'll leave it up. I don't care. Uh, so, uh, for my listeners, just say allegedly. Alleged. Oh, that's that's true. Right. And that totally erases everything. That's true. Allegedly, beep beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine thirty in the morning. My caring has not woken up yet. Um, so, my listeners know that I. Um, by the way, uh, Kira, in all her, uh, uh, oh, what's the word? Um, foot and mouth glory. <laughs> Uh, I'm intrigued. Whatever that disease. is. No, not foot, foot, hands, foot, and mouth. Not hoof and mouth. Have. Hoof and mouth. That's a cow disease. Uh, walks in into my house today and starts oh. bitching about her mother and how long she's staying there and how inconvenient it is for parents and in-laws <laughs> to move into somebody's house during the holidays with my father-in-law. Right behind her. Hidden in a corner, like tucked away, like Anne Frank in your attic. Like I didn't even hear him or know he was there. You didn't say, oh, hey, remember Mary's dad? I wanted to hear you complain about in-laws. And I was just like, say it louder, say it louder. So you, I blame you. I thought you saw him. I honestly thought you saw him. I did not. Why would I say that? I don't know. I thought it was funny. That's right. He can't hear you anyway. Are you, you see, sure? Yeah, he's tucked off in that corner. He can't hear you. Because I felt it in the hug he gave me. <laughs> the dining room was like a just cone, a little extra grip. A cone little, of yeah. silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, chapter two of my uh, parents and in-laws start tomorrow because my kid had to go and be born around Christmas. Yeah. So now both sides of the family have to come out for the birthday. So not only do I get my father-in-law, I also get my parents who come in tomorrow. So, my listeners know I've been begging for a New Year's Eve gig. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm putting it out to listeners going, you got a club in your town? Tell them to book me. Like, I will fly to Peoria <laughs> for one night. I don't care. So, I get called by the Irvine Improv to do work with Burt Kreischer yeah. on New Year's Eve. And is there not more of a party than Burt Kreischer? That's perfect. And then my wife's like, well, I'll be alone. So I had to can't. I had wait, to wait, say wait. No. Why can't she come down? You have parents in town. They can watch the kid. She doesn't want to go. She oh, wants to stay on. home. She wants to stay home. All the more reason you don't want to go to a movie set. Yeah, exactly. It's the exact same reason yeah. she doesn't want to go to a comedy club. But yeah, I don't, exactly. I think it's more fun. Comedy club? Yeah. Oh yeah. For it's sure. a dinner, a dinner and a show. Is what Larry Miller used to call it. He I says, always I bring work. my wife. Yeah. She gets to have dinner, and then I have to do a show. Right. Dinner well, and a show. <laughs> Here's what my husband always says, because I I choose to work New Year's too. Okay. I love it. That way yeah. you don't have to make plans. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry. What are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going to be on stage. I don't yeah. care. And then you get paid usually, you know, well because it's New right. Year's. But Mike also, I mean, he'll he'll go. Like I'm just at Flappers on New Year's, so it's close by to our house. But he'll go. Um, but he's always like, but then I'm just sitting by myself. Right. I always feel bad. I do feel uh, bad. So I get what Mary's saying. Well, what I would do is I would get Mary and I'd say, ask, yeah, he's sitting ask by five or six of your friends to come with us and I'll yeah. get you guys a table and it'll yeah. be fun for everybody. Yeah. But Mary doesn't, she's like her thing is she doesn't want to leave the house on New Year's. I see. Uh, and it's Irvine. It's not like you're going to a club, which is five right. minutes from your house. I got right. an hour and a half drive yeah, each right. way and I'm going to make her the designated driver. Right. So I can have a good time. And yes, Sven. No- we get it, Sven. <laughs> you, got a, you got a punch card at BevMo. We get it. <laughs> going to get a bottle of scotch and a kick in the nuts. I'll be right back. I don't understand how that's a good selling point. I like it. I don't understand it. I don't have nuts. <laughs> Gary's got a sweet New Year's Eve. Oh, I, you, I was like, Gary's got a sweet bag no, of nuts. Gary's got a sweet bag of nuts. <laughs> yeah. Where's your New Year's gig? I'm in, uh, I'm in Phoenix. At the Comerica Theater. It gets Theater. better. <laughs> <laughs> the Comerica Theater with Brian Regan. Ooh. But, but 
it's it's really cool. This is how great Brian. I I open for Brian on occasion. He uses about a handful of guys, uh, different uh, comics to open mm-hmm. for him throughout the year. So this year, we're doing a show in in Phoenix, and he's using all the openers. <gasps> so we're all showing up. There's a lot of people that we don't even people that that I haven't seen in a long time, and people I don't even I've never met or only just talked to. I or, heard Jackie Cation has opened yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be there. Me, Jackie Cation. Joe Bolster, Tom Ryan, uh, Kermit. Uh, Apio. Yes. Um, if I'm saying that and correctly. And Joe Zimmerman. I don't know. And Zimmerman. we're all doing. Don't know Zimmerman either. We're all doing five minutes. <laughs> That's all we have to do. That's and we're so getting, fun. And we're getting paid New Year's money. Eve money That's really? for awesome. five minutes. And everybody's coming in a day early, so we're having like uh, like some. This is happening tomorrow. So tomorrow. Oh, you're leaving tomorrow. tomorrow? Yeah. So tomorrow night. We're having a big we're having yeah, a big dinner awesome. and then then we're doing the show and having a party afterwards. That is a sweet so great. sweet gig. It's, it's all because of how great Brian Regan he is. He is oh, yeah. tremendous. <clears throat> so yeah, he is in that new Chris Rock movie, and I mean I want to see that movie anyway, sure. right? Am I wrong? Yes. Top five or Top something like five. that. And but when I saw him in the preview, I was like, I want to see it even more now. Yeah, because he never does any acting stuff. Never. No, he's never he's been a... asked. That's the first time. Oh really? Ever? Yeah. And I'm so I want to see Chris that so Rock badly. came and saw. I would be opening for him when we were in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and Chris Rock came to watch the show. And Brian's never met him or anything. And he came back. He came to watch the show, and then he came backstage and said hello. And and it was just he goes, ah, I got to come see one of the best. And it was like wow. it was really cool. And then you all of a sudden he just me put that. him in. Then he just put him in the. He just said, No, you, I have a part for you here. This is where we want to have you. See. That's how so, you do it. You never it. told me that. Yeah. I see you every Monday, and you've never told me that story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Tell me more about the way you like to wash cars, because I want to hear about that. I don't, don't want to hear about know. Chris it's, Rock it's, dropping by your show. Came by the show. That's, <laughs> I heard that's now. tremendous. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so that's cool. Oh, that's that, pretty cool. Brian in that, and yeah. Uh, did Regan do uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2? No. Because they were shooting that in Vegas, and every comic who works in Vegas is in that movie now. Yeah. Oh, how funny. Brian doesn't work in Vegas. I know, but he, he lives, lives in Vegas. There. I know, he lives there, but he doesn't work there. He lives in Vegas. Yeah. Does he live there for, like, tax purposes? Uh, fa- family. Family. It's his kids his and kid. stuff. That's where his wife is from. Her, his ex-wife was from. Oh, I see. So to and, be close to his kids. Yeah. And, uh, so, and he treats it just as home, and he doesn't right. work anything. But he says he likes it because... If he has to go see friends that are that happen to be bopping into town, yeah. he can go see them. And yeah. that's and, how uh, I met him. And he can see shows if he wants to. And mm-hmm. that's right. That you told me stuff. that. So. I've told everybody that story. It's <laughs> my, my favorite story. My that. listeners are like, he's not going to tell it again. And he's like, yes, I am. When I was in Vegas, no. <laughs> he just seems like such an awesome dude. I've never met him. He's super nice. Super nice, mm-hmm. and like I said, super generous, mm-hmm. and just. Yeah, I'm, I'm and the best. I'm lucky. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He's That's the, the best, thing. man. And I'm just so- lucky to be that he that he considers me one of you know somebody that he wants to work with. Yeah, so. that's a great compliment. Yeah. He it- has this bit that I don't care how many times I've heard it, I will just laugh to tears. And it's that uh, bit where uh, the horn is stuck on a car that he's borrowing. (laughs) Go team! Go favorite sports team! (laughs) I can't even say the bit without just, oh, I want to cry. That's awesome. There's something about him and just the way he delivers jokes. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're like so super intensely crafted. I mean, they're good. They're well written, but just it's oh, now you're going to deconstruct it. We just, we just, him. we just all unanimously agreed uh, that he's the greatest comedian in the world. Kira's going to find a crack. I think he's ended his jokes on prepositions, and it just <laughs> bothers me. No, he's fantastic. The cool thing about his his uh, his career is he's never really. I mean, he's done maybe three specials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised. Three at how specials, the Letterman, and twenty seven Letterman's. Yeah, but that. It's I mean, letterman's, and that's and yeah. it's the it that's it's that. I'm and, going. You know, I'm going 35. No, he to, I have to say it on stage. Oh, so it's 27. <laughs> no, when I introduce him, how I... embarrassing for you because you're wrong. For you, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I guess it was 25 when. And Brian's he did such my a nice show, guy; he doesn't want to correct yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, mm, yeah. Just let it go. Ba-ba, Nobody's really counting. <laughs> score a goal unit. <laughs> 
Do you have Tourette's? <laughs> I'm just going to throw in Brian Regan punchlines throughout the rest of this podcast. You were working in Israel, were you? Yeah. You were? Yeah. What do you think? I just went for oh, like a pilgrimage? The, yeah. All Jews, go, all, yeah. All all Jews go to Israel once in their life. Mm, I've avoided it until now. Mm. Not that Jewy. I mean, I just have the nose for show. <laughs> <laughs> You just have the nose to get into the clubs. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I have never been more pissed. I get, I go to Israel and I feel like, oh, finally, like I'll just blend in. Still the biggest nose. (laughs) Still. (laughs) Still. I don't don't know. You don't have that big of a honker though. Give me a profile. uh, Gary Duck. No. (laughs) I'm going to try to stick it in like a stomach. I'm going to try to suck my nose in like a gut. (laughs) No, I get to Tel Aviv and we we were doing, uh, we had like seven shows. Mm -hmm. So my first day in Tel Aviv, um, I had, you know, flown in a day early. I'm walking on the beach, which is beautiful. It's the Mediterranean. It's sure. beautiful. Even though it's December, it's amazing. Um, like 70 degrees and um, or like 14.5 Celsius, whatever. I don't know the thing. Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's probably about, know. yeah, it's about 15 Celsius, I think. I have no idea what it is. But um, it's, uh, I hear people speaking Hebrew, obviously, English, <laughs> Russian, and it's like being in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like being in Santa Monica. There's no difference. There's a smart and final. Zero, yes. It's Starbucks. It's exactly the same thing. Really? Yes. Chicks wearing Lululemon. I was like, this is <laughs> this is Santa Monica. <laughs> so that was um no, it was it was yeah, good shows. Was it a tour? Yeah, yeah. Like uh seven shows, about four of them, I want to say were sold out. Oh really? And the others were right about up to capacity. You know what I mean? Like really nicely packed in. We did radio and we were the, the newspaper theaters? yeah okay yeah i mean they're not huge like the biggest one was 600 seats but you know that's, that's decent 600 a decent size yeah and that, that's the one that was like sold out immediately oh nice whose tour was it it's avi lieberman's oh it is avi yeah 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 he's taken you know fetterman oh and yeah he's Bobby taking a ton slayton of people and gina yashere and uh wait he's I, he took slayton i thought you had to be clean on those tours you do what did Slayton do? Slayton just did some mime. <laughs> <laughs> he did, uh, and I'm not telling scale, uh, tales out of school here. No. Bobby is filthy. He absolutely and he, did. He, he, yeah. Really, Bobby? Yeah. Did? He's taken Dwight Slade. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, d- Craig Robinson. Uh, I, I just, oh, so you don't have to be Jewish? <laughs> no, he actually okay. prefers if you're not. He only allows yeah, Jimmy one Schubert. Other. Schubert has oh, got Schubert, a that's times. right. That's right, right, yeah. right. Butch Bradley. I mean, that, wow, he's great, great comics. I got to start doing shows in, uh, where am I from? Italy. <laughs> where am I from? Where am I from? Italy. <laughs> uh, Nashville. <laughs> oh, okay, Nashville. That's right. We'll go down to Tennessee and do some shows. So, all theaters or clubs? I don't think they have traditional comedy clubs uh-huh. like we do. I think they just have like a comedy night in a, they right. just find a space. But yeah, they were just all theaters. Right. Yeah. Uh, who else is on the show with you? Um, this guy that's really super funny from the Northwest, Brad Upton, who's friends with Kermit, mm-hmm. knows him obviously very well. Um, I had never met him before. Brad Upton, I know time. that name. Yeah. He's come up a great, couple times on the great show. Great guy. Yeah. Just, and so just funny and sweet and nice and um, smart, you know, just yeah. like great, perfect, like... Um, uh, like nighttime, he has like a perfect nighttime set. Like you know, he had like, like a five hundred Letterman sets. You know that kind of comic. Oh, okay. oh, you know okay. what I mean? Right, right. Where it's like crafted, crafted, crafted. It's like a perfect bits. He's sure. he is great. And another guy, I'd never met either of these guys before. Uh, Vinny Favorito. Oh, I know. Vin- oh, I know Vinny. Yeah. Oh, I know Vinny. Yeah. I worked with Vinny in so. Vegas many a time. Vinny's mm-hmm. got his own show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Buckle so up. It was great. Vinny, it was great. Uh, Vinny, <laughs> Mr. Crowd worked Vinny Favorito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Vinny. <laughs> I remember Vinny, Vinny was out here doing the comedy store for a little while when I first started out. You didn't meet him back then? Because I think that was when you and I were starting out. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I really, really don't remember hmm. him at all. Um, wow, you maybe. don't have to be clean to go on that show now. I don't know well, why. I, thought, I wonder if that was... a little bit of hot water. You Vinny know? did? What happened? He just, he, I guess, didn't get the memo. About... Being being clean. Oh, being clean. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. That's right. You do have to be it's clean. It's just that some of the some of the little cities we go to are a little bit more conservative. Sure. Not like, I mean, you know, it's not insane. And I just, you know, 
oopsies i think he just forgot or i don't know what happened but how long how how long of a set did you have to do 20 20 so So i don't each doing 20 is brad doing 20 yeah so there's do you rotate who closes no we just had the same lineup okay yeah where'd it go the sweet spot you had oh nice good for you yeah good good now you 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 both because you you kind of do crowd work but I you don't do bit. crowd work. Yeah. Oh, can we tell the story that happened at the ice house, but leave names out of it? <laughs> can we substitute every name for Adam Richmond? <laughs> <laughs> I was now I have to bleep. Now I have to bleep two times. I now I have. Sorry, guys. This uh, podcast is going up two hours later because I have to go in and bleep everything out. Can we just call him Sven? Everybody is just. Sven, Sven from Sven now on. Sven Svenerson. Sven Um, If you want to, I mean, right. I'm fine. I want to tell I want story. to hear it. It's a good story. Uh, first of all, we love the Ice House. It's my favorite club. The management there is great. This is yeah. not on them at all. No. This is nothing to it's do with them. It's one of the best clubs of, in LA fact, or the country. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they handled this really, really well, I thought. Um, so there's two rooms at the Ice House. There's the main room, and then there's the side room, which they call stage two, which used to be the amateur room, but and they used to rent it out to outside producers, but they took it over, and now it's a pro room. I wish they would come up with a different name than stage two, though. Yeah. It still sounds like you're getting a secondary show. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but it's the same. Like, Rogan has a consistent spot there. Yeah. Al Madrigal. Well, it's, a every, every, it's a great room. I like it because of its intimacy. Yeah, and it seats like 75, 80. It's perfect. And it's awesome, and it's always packed, and it's a great time, and I love it. Um, and they'll do anything from MC, middle, headliner, to four headliners, which is what we did on this show. It was four headliners. It was me, Kira, somebody else... And somebody else. And, we're not naming oh, names. A, a Latino dude. A Latino dude. Um, and, sweet guy. Can't remember his name, but yeah. And then Sven. Sven. <laughs> so the order was Latino guy, me, yeah. Kira, Sven. Right. For two shows, right? Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Oh, I couldn't be there on the Friday show. Oh, right. I was, That's uh, when it started. Okay, so it started. So what happened on Friday? So on Friday, um, I'm sorry, one show Friday. Oh, two one show Saturday. Friday? Okay. Yeah, one show, one show Friday, two Saturday. And it was around this time last year because my mom was in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, uh, yeah, exactly this time last year. And um, so, you know, great crowd. It was packed. Yeah, yeah, so much fun. Um, I... Um, I happened to have like a mom group mm-hmm. that decided to come, you know, like I posted on one of my mom boards and you never know if people come like 10 right. people came. It was crazy. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And so that was from my mom was in town. Um, I had a friend there, Chad. Chad. Like he good was guy. There. Um, Chad plays into the story later. He does. And um, so I did my spot and I, you you work with me recently. You yes. know that I sprinkle crowd work in. Yeah, but it's, it's not so much. It's like you'll you'll. I chat with someone. You chat with somebody, and then it, and then it works. I bring into, it back in. Yeah, it works yeah. back into us. And then I like to use them as a callback, or like right. that's kind of why I chat with people sure. so I can kind of bring <clears throat> it back. But it's not my ento- entire thing. I, I obviously have jokes, and um, I had a great, you know, just a great time on stage. You know, you're just like, you're just like, oh, I know why I'm doing comedy. Right. Like, you know, like it just, take that mom in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> the audience was great, just like super fun, great energy. Everyone was doing well. Um, and the uh, last comic, I guess for the Spence. purpose, we'll just call him the headliner because that's what he thought he was, which is fine. I mean, I I just went into the ice house and I featured and, you know, it doesn't matter. Like a spot is a spot in L.A. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was, was billed as four headliners with four pictures but, yeah. on the marquee. And he thought he was the headliner. He thought he was the headliner. Actually, it was only his picture on the marquee. Oh. <laughs> I had to cut that out now. Great. And uh, he had a great set too. But after his set, honestly, I didn't watch all of it because I had friends. So they kind of came out afterwards. We were hanging out in the bar area. He came out after his set, made a beeline to me. Just mm. immediately, just right to my face. And he goes, hey, tomorrow night, don't do any crowd work, Okay. Immediately told me how to do my job. Right. And I looked at him and I was like trying to assess the situation. Like, 
um, and I looked at him, I go, oh, okay, everything all right? He goes, yeah, just don't do any crowd work. Just don't do it. It's, it's really hard to follow someone who does crowd work. How many years have you been doing comedy? Right, like, right. Exactly. Are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah. Um, and this is a guy who I think is very funny. Yeah. I think he's a good writer. He's been on Late Night. You know, he's. I, I've always been extremely cool with him and thought he was very cool. Mm-hmm. But the way he like put his finger in my face and I just kind of stood there and I was like, huh, I wonder if he would have said that to Murray, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or to the other guy on stage or to well, anybody I'm a professional. that night. I don't do crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> which, which brings us back to the this story. So the next night, the first show Saturday, um, may I use crass words on this podcast? Please do. I was like, fuck that guy. Right. <laughs> fuck Sven. <laughs> oh, crass words. <laughs> Oh, did, what did you? Wait, did you thought I said Craig Gas words? Yes, yes. Oh, I okay, thought you were no. going to use words. Um, I no. thought you were just going to say crass. Crass, yeah. That's just, just <laughs> you're just going to conjugate crass. <laughs> <laughs> cuss, cuss. Um, and uh, I was like, I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to mm-hmm. do what I do. Mm-hmm. First show Saturday, Murray was there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. You were there. Great sets. Great crowd great again. You know, everyone was pretty you know like you know you can tell when an audience is like oh we're here to see comedy like you yeah know, yeah yeah they were excited to be there it wasn't like a, oh this audience is tight i did my first set uh eight o'clock set and Wait. again came out did afterward. i follow you on that set is this where the argument started or did it start during the second show um it started during the second show oh, okay. okay yes okay that makes sense yeah then. Um, I think that very sweet Latino guy that we can't remember mm-hmm. hosted or something. Okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then he brought you up. Yeah. And then you went up and then I went up. Right. And then you went out during my set and we're chatting with Chad, I think. Okay. Our friend Chad, who's there to see the show. I think. And then... Um, and then after, you go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did my set, just did the regular set. It was a great set. And All then crowd the, work. All of it, and a lot of mime, and Bobby Slayton was pissed. He's like, mime is my thing. And uh, and then uh, the headliner, uh-huh. Sven, did his spot, and then everyone shuffled out after the 8 o'clock show, and he went right up into my face. And I missed this. I wasn't yeah. around for this. Yeah, because then, I guess the second show started. I don't know what happened. Honestly, I can't remember the timeline, but... I am not a um, fuck you kind of person. Right, I will right. not start shit. I'm always like, hey, buddy, you know, let's, let's hug. Let's, out. let's have like a, you know, downward facing dog and take a deep breath and <laughs> namaste this bitch. And you know what I mean? Like, let's fucking child pose together. I'm not, especially with comics, like it takes a lot yeah. for me to be like, all right, now I'm done with you. Right. And uh, he was like, hey, why don't you uh, why don't you be a professional and write some jokes? Why did you do crowd work? I asked you not to. And I go, Sven, um, uh, with all due respect, I'm going to just do my job, which is to do comedy. And right. I don't do a lot. When did this become an issue? And he was like, well, I guess, you know, you just can't write material. I guess you're just not that kind of comic that you can write material. <laughs> In front of like all these people in the bar area. And he just, I honestly, I can't remember everything that he was saying, but he was just laying into me. And yeah. it was just like in my face and like fighting, kind of like a fighting stance. Like he puffed his chest out, like he wanted to fight me. <laughs> and I said, you know what, Sven, you're right. I'm just not as funny as you. Ooh, and he nice then he started just swearing at me. Right. And he's like, I'm the headliner. This is my show. Like, you do what I say. And he cut my time. That's when it got He cut up. your time? He cut my... He goes, you're doing 15 for the 10 o'clock show. And I go, whoa. <laughs> is your name Sven Icehouse? <laughs> and do you own this club? Who are you? <laughs> I'm the headliner, is what he said. And he got like way... Like, his dick was out. Like, right. he just... You know, it was like a... He just was all like... Just all of his... Whatever was medication he was on, plus testosterone. But whatever, I don't know yeah. what's happening. But he just started to get angry, and veins are popping out. And and I said, "All right, hey, you know what? No problem. Let's just go tell you know the management." Yeah. Which is what happened. That's when it all went down. But then, but that happened later because the second by this time the second show has started. Right. So then the second show starts. I'm on stage and all, and I'm having a great time. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, it was like 
the police turning their back on Blasio, man. They just, all the heads in the audience just kind of turn to the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? And there's this scuffle outside the door. And there's like, you just hear, which I was out of. I had stepped away at that point. And I know, like, I'm on stage. It was, all right, what's going on? <laughs> Trying to figure it out. And then I guess Sven, it was the manager and Sven. And we'll leave the manager's name out too. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. it was the manager and Sven. Well, actually, it's kind of integral to the story. Well, she's... Because she, it's a she. And she rocks it, too. And she's great. Patty. Yeah, Patty. She's one of my favorites. She's fantastic. But she walks up and she goes, hey, uh, Sven, you can't cut Kira's time. That's not your job. I'm the headliner. You've never headlined. You don't know what it's like to be a comic. Meanwhile, she's been at the Ice House since it was years. like yeah. the Ice Tray House. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. she's been there from the beginning. More than 20, 27 years. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. Wow, it's wow, bananas. Wow. So I think she might know a little bit more about comedy, even though maybe she hasn't been a headliner in the annex right but she knows how to deal with douchey yeah. spends and she goes yeah but you don't cut her time and he's like that and then i step away like i'm out of this like i don't want to right fi- you want me to do five minutes i don't care but um he and she and they go at it she's like this is not a headliner show you don't tell people what they can do on stage why is she doing crowd work in front of me i can't follow crowd work who the fuck can't follow crowd work? That's like saying, I can't follow nachos. What are you worried about? Yeah, well, nachos, there are some with, with guacamole I've on, extra I've toppings. I've been in clubs where they have the fajitas sizzling as they walk through the club. <laughs> that, that, is is true. that is annoying. That's very true. <laughs> Smoke. That is distracting. Good point. Good point. <laughs> and so she's flipping out and she goes, you know what? You're done. You're not doing the 10 o'clock Love show. It. And so that's when he goes, fun. And he had like his stuff in the in the showroom. That's when you're on stage. He oh, opened up okay. the showroom door and she's like, she's like, no, 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 you, you're done. Leave now. He goes, I got stuff in there. And the door props? like swings. Yeah. yeah. Prop comic? <laughs> yeah. Prop comic. grabs his, crowd work. his stuff and he like. Oh, that's the scuffle I heard. That was a scuffle. Oh, so okay. then they kind of get a little bit physical and she calls the police. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember this now. I forgot yeah. about this. Wow. Sweet. Nice, huh, Gary? I love this. Yeah. Now, the rest of the story you told me. Uh-oh. Didn't you tell me the police came uh, and they, oh, he was like, I, know, I want to watch I the remember. footage. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Now I don't remember. I don't remember, but uh, something about like he was going to put a, no, like he a came, complaint on them on the ice Yeah, house. and he came back. And like threatened the manager or something. And then they wanted to go through the footage to look. And their cops are like, no, (laughs) we're not going to go through the footage or something. I don't remember that. No, no, they did go through the footage. And they saw that uh, he was in the wrong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So he was, they were like, yeah, we'll see you later. Goodbye. And he's, I think, banned from the club. I've I've been back there several times. I've never seen him. All because a different version of don't shit where you eat. Right. You know, instead of screwing the waitresses, he's like just angered the management. I love it. And this is all because I asked someone where they're from. Well, <laughs> now my, I have I have uh, a question. All right. Oh, hold was on. It, before before we get to that question, let me tell you about our friend Chad. Oh, who was just like the fucking white knight coming in on a horse because Sean, the general manager, who's been there forever. Yeah, great guy. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite men. Him and Patty, I, I just love so much. Uh, walks over and me, you're, you're, we're like catching each other up, right. me, you, and this guy, Chad, and we're kind of catching each other up on what happened. And uh, Sean comes over, he was like, What happened? And Kira's like, Kira's like, Oh, I don't know. It's just, I think maybe somebody, he, he you know, he was a little bit, he didn't really like my, she's being super nice about the whole thing. And Chad just like rips open his shirt with like a giant Superman. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> citizen <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like your comic is an asshole it came over to your manager it started telling her how to do her job and started calling her names yeah. and started ripping on and he's like oh he opened up like this he's like i'm chad i used to manage the improv on santa monica uh here's what happened in your santa yeah, yeah. your comic <laughs> blah and just laid it all out on the line i'm like who's this chad guy i like him <laughs> <laughs> because i felt bad you know maybe this guy's on medication right, or right. needs to be yeah and honestly, I still feel bad about the situation. I don't like to have feuds with comics. I know it's common. Oh, I know. And, you know, I have one with one. And I'm not going to bring it up. Sven, too. Oh, Sven, too. But um, he's a drinker. 
Is he? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't, know who you're ta- I don't even know who you're talking about. I think uh, I know who you're talking about, but think, I won't say I'm it. I'm sure you do. Because I don't have many feuds. Because what's the point? Yeah. We, we have to work together. I mean, we're going to eventually run into each other. We're going to eventually be on the same bill. We're, right. You know, I, I I just think we're we're already up against so many obstacles in stand-up. Why don't why do we have to be up against each other? Yeah. You know, you're up against hecklers or club owners that jack you, you know, or money that sucks or all these things that, you know, make it hard already being a stand-up. And look, I'm not going to try to pull the chick card, but guess what? I'm a chick. It's already a little bit harder. And I feel like he would not have said that, mm-hmm. you know, to another to a male comic. I don't think he would have gone up to a male comic and told him what material to do or right. what set to do or you know what I mean? No. I just don't think it would have happened. So I just felt bad for him. That's oh. why I was kind of easy on him with Sean. But then, yeah. And you had a question? Sorry My about question that. was, was he a guy that also did crowd work and you were stepping on stuff? I can or, understand that. Or is no. it just he was having problems with... Uh, His hacky jokes? Or the crowd now at some... Because when some people do crowd work, obviously sometimes the audience goes, oh, we're, we're allowed to talk. That can okay. happen sometimes too, Absolutely. but that's not the way you do it, though. That's but, the thing. But that is a legitimate point. Yes, a legitimate 100%, question. One hundred percent. Yes, sometimes it's hard because you can open up the floodgates and everyone gets chatty. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm uh, hopefully I try. You've been doing it long enough to know yes. not to do yeah. that. I try to show you tend them to shut it how down this is going to yeah how this is going to yeah. work. I'm going to ask you a question, you answer it, right. and then I'm going to continue on with my jokes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't just like let all the Looney Tunes. Just start blabbering. And if that happens, I shut it down. You know what I mean? I, right. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm talking to her. Yeah, yeah. Zip it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, But I get it. Yes, it can be right. annoying. It can be annoying if you do a lot of crowd work and someone has burned the entire audience. When I opened for Jimmy Brogan, I was like, well, I guess I can't yeah, do zero crowd work. crowd work. You know, it's not going to happen this week. And that was um, hard because I like it. It's not that I, it's a crutch. This comic was acting as if it's a crutch for me. No, it's, I like it. Mm -hmm. I like the flow. Mm -hmm. I like to bring something personal. It's fun for me. I write on stage, so it helps me. It's not like I have nothing to talk about. I had to do 40 minutes, zero crowd work the other night, and I was like mentally preparing for it. Like, all right. You did all of Sven's material, didn't you? (laughs) And Sven is a good comic, and I, for some reason, look, we have trouble following each other sometimes. It happens. Mm -hmm. It happens. And but it really bugged him. It bugged yeah. him that he had a hard time following me because he thought he was the headliner and a bigger name, I guess. I don't know what ego right. stuff was going on. But look, it's it, thankfully I've been doing this oh, 17 years. I've just found my email exchange between me and the manager from that night. Oh, hello. Uh-huh. So, wow. uh... What I was going to say was... While oh, you're sorry. Looking oh, did for I, oh, did I interrupt? No, I'm no, sorry. I'm just, I'm just right, filling time while you're looking. Um, I've been doing this so long, it hasn't happened that often. Right. So that's good. You know what I mean? It's not like this is an occurrence. That... And especially if he's touting, like, I'm a headliner. It's like, right. well, guess what? Then you should know how to shift the gears. That's what I told him. I go, you you're the headliner. This. You, you got this. Like, seriously, I, I, perfect example. I'm working uh, Atlanta. I was middling and all week Pablo Francisco's headlining. Yeah. But he doesn't start until Thursday. I'm there on Wednesday, so I'm headlining on Wednesday, and then, and then I'll middle right. the rest of the weekend. And but he comes in early on Wednesday, and so I'm I'm headlining. So he goes, I just want to do a little five minutes work on a couple things. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he does he does fifteen minutes of the t- Pablo Francisco top ten, you know, not working on anything, but he's just you know, but he slams it hard, of and he you know, and, he, and it was it was great for the weekend because it was like. This is the guy that's going to be headlining the rest of the weekend. Come right. on out if you have friends or whatever like this. And it packed it. But I had to go on. And I had to follow him. And like the first five minutes was like kind of tight. And finally, I just stopped and I go, all right, uh, folks, I'm not going to do any noises or voices. <laughs> There's going to be a little bit more words. Nothing against Pablo, but right. it's just going to be different. So <laughs> let's just let's let's Get reset here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, it's then, absolutely. Yeah, I understand it. I was reading that email exchange. What happened? You and uh, him got into a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that what I heard right? You <laughs> told him what part. to do. You're you like, hey, you know, know what? Hey, you, you know, know what? what? Don't do the movie Enough guy voice. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, get that. I do the music, the movie. Voice. Yeah, um, I can't read that email exchange. It, I think it's too personal. I think she was told me under confidence. Okay, so I cannot read. I had a guy once tell me. He goes, I do airline jokes. 
are my jokes. <laughs> Out of respect for the club, I can't read those Got emails. It. Sorry to be gotcha. interrupt. I just wanted to make sure they wow, knew that. Wow, someone has syphilis, obviously. <laughs> did you read that? I did. Is there, is there a, a reflection behind, behind me? Real quick before, and I want to hear that story, Gary. I forgot this <laughs> that happened. With, <laughs> that's right. He treats me like shit on the a Serious XM show. Don't no, worry about I it. I do not. <laughs> I forgot during, and I remember just now, during the whole, because I forgot he got canned off the second show. The, so during, I had to do his time. So you he had to cut do my time, <laughs> and, and now I'm gave doing. You, gave, gave you another 30 minutes. Yeah. During the first show, I was in the room when he went up and he brought his bad energy to the great room and like did his first joke and they got like a little bit of a snicker. And he's like, oh, those are jokes. Sorry you're not used to hearing those. Uh, yeah, I don't do crowd work. So if you're into that, you're just yeah. going to be bummed out and like really brought his negative energy to the room to where the, the, the show was like, yeah, oh. Should we be not having fun right now? I can't wait for this to be over so I can find out who this is. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is Sven, we told you about that earlier. All right, I'm sorry. I interrupted no, you for nothing. a fourth I was just time. saying, it was like I literally had one guy, one headliner one time when I was starting out and was like, I do airline jokes. <laughs> like, okay. Wow. Wow, okay. cutting edge. Yes. Oh, you're the you one? Gotta, you got to stop that. You're the one guy who does airline jokes? Yeah. When did you start? Um... I want to say 87, what? 88. I was the host at Comedy Magic Club. I didn't know. So I don't know if I can. I, I, I never know when to yet. say when I started because I was like the house MC for mm-hmm. so many years down there. And then when I kind of finally said, I need to go try this on my own, it, I don't remember what year it was. Wow. Mm. I'm really bad at that yeah. year thing. You know? I know. It's people amazing. know, like, like, I'll see you on like Facebook, like, Eight years ago today, right, my right. first time on stage. Who remembers yeah. that? I didn't know to keep track. Like, oh, someone's <laughs> going to ask me about this day. Right. You know, so I better write yeah. it down or figure out what, you know, I can't remember I was still the day in college, either. but I was uh-huh. like I said, I, and like, it was really weird. I, I, I would fill in for the regular host and then he would come back from vacation. Then I wouldn't do it for six months. Mm-hmm. And it was like starting over every single time. Yeah. So finally, oh, so you wouldn't get be on stage for those six months? No. I oh, wow. Being a bartender. Yeah. Yeah. So now then you became the regular house MC, right? Yes. Every what? Like Thursday through Sunday. No, Did you trade it was, off? It was, it was, I was there Monday through Saturday. Wow. What? It was the height. It was the heyday of the comedy magic club. Mm. And literally, we had uh, Monday shows, like just showcase shows. Uh-huh. And then the, sh- and the week started on Tuesday. Oh, it was a Tuesday we through did Sunday? Tuesday. One show Tuesday, one show Wednesday, two shows Thursday, two shows Friday, three Saturday, two Sunday. That's how big comedy me? was in that t- at that time. Wow. Unbelievable. It was huge. Now, were, was there any competition? Was there a, sh- a club in Santa Monica mm, yet? The comedy nope. store or the yeah, there was a, improv? There was an improv in Santa Monica. The store Monica. must have been gone by then. The, the Westwood Comedy Store must have been gone by then, right? So I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. But it, yeah. it, even if it was still in Westwood or, or whatever it was in Santa Monica, it was still far enough. Yeah, it's, far a, it's enough a lot. Most of the beach was still far enough to where yeah. it was. It's 20 minutes from my house, but it's a yeah. lifetime away. You know yeah, what I mean? It's it a whole really different. Is. Yeah. I, I uh, just finally got back into that club. I'm sending, you know, avails again. And it's so great. But I'm, I am get a little stressed out only because I still feel like I know they want super duper extra squeaky clean. But not for everyone. Like they definitely make exceptions such, for a yeah, lot yeah. of people. Such a double standard. But whenever I go up, he always reminds me, and I am pretty clean. I mean, right. yeah, 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 super. But he's always like reminding me. I'll tell you this, and th- so I feel really nervous sometimes. Yeah. Still. I, I know I've told the story on the show before. My first time at the Comedy Magic Club, my manager was like, "Do be really, really clean. Mm-hmm. This is your first time. They like clean. <laughs> Don't swear or anything." And it was one of those. Uh, it was the anniversary show. And where everybody does five minutes, and then you bring each other up. And the Tracy Smith, if you're oh listening, if you're listening, wow. this is this is on you. Um, she got my name wrong on the first show, and like I'm so used to, it, I don't care, and so I didn't say anything about it. And then between shows, you it's like open bar and food, and so we all just this was back when I was spending out and drinking <laughs> a lot, so we just got tanked in between shows. And Tracy went up again. And screwed up my name, and she come and and I walk on stage. I'm like, don't worry about. It. She's like, no, I'm gonna get this right. It's Murray Valentino. <laughs> 
the comedy lover. Comedy <laughs> <laughs> lover. I never heard that. Valentino. <laughs> oh my god. And so I go, no. And we're on stage. I go, no. It's Valeriano, and she goes, well, fuck me, and walks off stage. That's when the owner and the booker walk in as I go, <laughs> I'm not going to fuck you until you get my name right. <gasps> Huge laugh. And then I just got the, I got the lecture the next day, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, come on, really? You had to walk in right at that point? Yeah. I love it. It was a hard, like I said, I used, then I booked it with uh, Jimmy Miller for uh, many years. Dennis Miller's brother, mm-hmm. who now manages... Will Ferrell and oh, Jim I was Carey thinking Rich Miller. And, yeah. yeah, no, His that's, other that's the other brother. His other that's brother, the other yeah. brother. Uh, but it was hard. That double standard was like you'd you'd tell people you got to be clean, you got to be clean, and then then someone like Gary Shanley would come down. It was right. it was open, yeah. you know, oh, train. Yeah. He could do whatever yeah. he wanted. Shanley's dirty. Yeah, he can, no, he and can, I, say he can if, swear you know, and okay. stuff, and would I, yeah, I but never, that was the thing though. You just you weren't supposed to swear, and you know. I, I would never. I don't swear a lot, but um, uh, I just always even feel like innuendo mm-hmm. is right. touchy. Yeah, and so that then then I just I'm nervous about everything I say. So that was not, the thing though. I started out there and had to be super clean, and then when I was when I left, I was like, I can be dirty if I wanted to. <laughs> And then I kind of was for a while, and then really, yeah, you're, such not a dir- you're back, not a dirty guy. Now though. I'm back to you know Brian Regan and Bill Engvall, and it's like yeah. you got to be clean again. And it's like you know what, it's better that way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, here's a question I never asked you, or even Bill for that matter. Do you have to be super clean? I know you have to be super clean in front of Regan because yeah. Regan gets kids. And I remember when Jackie first got the gig, she called me, and I'm like, you have to be really clean. And she didn't know yet. She's like, what? And she got really nervous, and so she called her manager. She's clean, though. Yeah, but she's got some stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you like I mean, you I, told me the story. You said, and I hope I'm not. No, go ahead. You said whore? Yeah. In front of Regan and got a phone call? Is that? No, I did. I had some other okay. uh, stuff about, it wasn't, it was not even innuendo. It was just like subject matter that was a little bit not, you know, acceptable for a Brian Regan audience. Mm-hmm. And what happened, I did this stuff, and then somebody complained. And Brian is so concerned about every, you know, he wants everybody to have a good time that these people complained. And then Brian had had to invite them to another show, and he sent a limo for these, these people. Oh, wow. He, they, because the guy brought his, his like, nine-year or ten-year-old kid mm-hmm. or something who was a Brian fan, and he had to see this and whatever. I don't know. But I, I, I wasn't dirty, but the content was, like, not, you know... So you have to be even so subject yeah, matter. So, that, so then I got a call from Brian's. I was doing another gig with Brian and coming up, and I had his man, his manager called me from his vacation in Mexico. It was like getting chewed <laughs> out. And it, he didn't chew me out. He just let me know, and I wear it. So oh, I, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I was like, God, I'm so sorry. I, right. I had no idea, and you know, it won't happen again. But you get the one fact of those. You this get one guy of those. had to break up his vacation. You get one of those phone calls. It's amplified in your mind yeah, like two hundred percent, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, I'm yeah. so, so depressed." Yeah. So now I, I watch, you know, and even Brian, he, you know, he's not that way anyway. I mean, he, we, he loves the, you know, to go, you know, see comics that are dirty. It's just nothing that he does. Yeah, he's not that pretty. In fact, he's helped me with that joke that has the word "whore" in it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but. What, did he change it to mom? Or? No, 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 no. He just added something to Sven. the end. He, he changed but it to But it's Sven. just a joke that I just can't do <laughs> right. with, when I'm with him. Yeah. Now, do you have to be super clean in front of Billing Ball? Um, it's looser, uh-huh. but you, I, you, I still don't curse, and he uh-huh. doesn't curse either. Oh, Bill doesn't you, curse? Yeah, but you can still do you know, mm-hmm. stuff that's a little bit more, might be a little bit more racy, I guess you'd say, but... I, I turned a corner. I like not cursing. Yeah. It's more challenging to write the jokes that way. Right. And if you have to do it on television or whatever, right. there's no stumbling block. You've been doing it in the club that way forever. Yeah. And now you don't have to change anything. Exactly. Whereas like you've seen guys who like who might do it a certain way in a club and then you see them on television and they'll do it differently. You can see this. There's a weirdness mm-hmm. in uncomfortableness. In, yeah. There's a yeah. weirdness of like, here comes that word. I usually say this one. Now I have to say this one. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's totally dead. But that's whole, not even cursed. That's 
anything. That could be, you can't say cancer, so you have to change it to right, diphtheria. Right. Or, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, well, not a lot of people get that anymore. <laughs> There's. You know who one of my favorite I've comics, had to stop doing. Uh, your diphtheria No, I, I think it had the word midget in it, and I just kind of stopped. Oh, well, yeah. well, yeah, jerk. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> that one guy does the midget jokes. He already has that. I'm the guy. I do the I midget do jokes. jokes. and airplanes. In this market, the Indiana market, I do the midget jokes. And it might work with little people, but that's still, that doesn't sound right. right. Or how about we just give them a break? Yeah. Maybe yeah. not make a joke about them? Yeah, right? Oh, aren't that's 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 already, the cross you're going to get up on? Aren't they kind of already going through some stuff? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just lost right. all my little people listeners. All right. <laughs> or gained some. I don't know. Can they reach the yeah. knob? Oh, ah! I'd stop. See? Wow. See, That's would... Gary's joke. I would jo- no. I would drop that joke. I would drop that joke. Let's not call you. them midgets. Let's call them Svens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I understand it now. But it was like yeah. before. I was like, well, that, that's not that bad. And evidently it is. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. No. <laughs> I remember uh, the f- not the first episode, the second episode of uh, Road Stories, which uh, still to this day, one of my favorite episodes. And Kira was on. This was back at my old place. Do you remember yeah. that? And Laura House was on here. Go yeah. back and listen to it. And she used to do a story about hair lips, uh, a joke about hair lips. And not my kind, like the Jewish kind. No, not mustaches. Not, ha- not a mustache. Okay. I didn't notice that under your nose. Yeah. It was shadowing it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's right um, there. <laughs> you shouldn't twirl it. <laughs> well, own but it. I'm evil. <laughs> own it. It goes good with the top hat and the cape. <laughs> <laughs> but I have someone strapped to a railroad right now. <laughs> I'm that not going to go back and do Laura House's it. joke. I don't know why oh, I brought that wow. up. Wow, Bale City, USA. Well, she did it, and for, and then one person came up to her and like yelled at her for doing it. But they had a hair lip. So because they had a hair weird. lip, and I'm like, well, that's the one in the million. You can yeah. continue to do that joke, never that happening again. You don't yeah. have to go on that. Anyway, we're ending 2014 this week. Yes. That's it? We're not ending the show. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's it for the year. We have two more days. I don't know if you've been noticing the calendar, but every year this happens. The year ends. <laughs> and what were your highlights of 2014? Anything, Gary? Um, I don't really, I don't really go back and reflect. I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'm, I'm your... just happy to be working and, and doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's the that's the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. You worked a lot this year. I did. Not that crazy amount, mm-hmm. but enough to keep my head above the water, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, happy, I'm happy that after how many years, like I said, if I started in '87 or whatever it was, I'm still doing it. Right. And that's all I do. Yeah. It's not like a, a dumb hobby. You know, it's like I hate those people. It's like I'm a comedian. Really? Well, you, I'm a dentist. How, how but... come you? How come you? I never see you in in Des Moines. <laughs> well, I, well, I just do these coffee shops here. Well, yeah. Guess what? I remember a comedian uh, told me uh, a little young guy with the beard said, "Yeah, I don't, I don't do good in clubs, so I don't work clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do good, good in clubs. That's good. Good. Yeah. It's good. That's Tell like what. saying I'm a captain of a boat, but not on water. Yeah, I'm afraid of water. I don't like Wave splashing. Ooh, Yikes! Salty. I get seasick. Ooh, you know what's in there? Sharks. So I stay in the lake. <laughs> no, not even the lake. I stay in Lake Balboa. <laughs> I get on <laughs> those. One of those like pedal boats. Yeah, yeah. I get on one that's of those right. little pulley boats that my son has. Yeah, I'm a captain of a canoe. Yeah, like, <laughs> the captain of the canoe. What? Any uh, highlights from you from 2014? This. Well. This yes. I had to yeah. wait all year. Yes, you did for my two fourteen to make sense. <laughs> um, God, well, you know what uh, I did this year was I started my own podcast. Oh, right, and that was kind of fun. We don't plug other podcasts on the okay, show. Great, no I other podcasts know exist. It, well, we can talk about it on the radio show. I love your. Po- I had such a blast on your podcast, the yeah. Kira Soltanovich show. Yeah. Earlier, it was called something else. It was, and then Nickelodeon wanted to murder me. <laughs> um, well, you shouldn't have named your show Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon really show. A, I thought it was an odd choice, but we who spelled am I to judge? it differently. <laughs> uh, we spelled it with three Ks. Um, it was called <laughs> the Mother oh, Funny hey. Show. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, we uh, we called it the Mother. Funny show, mother, new word, funny. Mother funny show. Um, With a great theme song. Yeah, yeah, my kids singing it. And they um, decided to use their tagline, 
mother funny, one word, mm-hmm. which I checked, you know, had, you know, my due diligence checked to make sure that I could use that. Sure. With the trademark offices and everything, and it wasn't trademarked. Mm-hmm. So I used it, and they were like, well, but when you tweet, everything is pushed together. Mm-hmm. So when you tweet Mother Funny, that's what we tweet. So oh. they asked me to change it. Nickelodeon, send you a cease and desist? No, nah, they just called me and were like, could you change it? And you did. I did, because do you really want to piss off no, Viacom? No, I'm not saying it's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, you I did, know. and now you have an awesome uh, cool font and an excellent uh, logo. Uh, yeah, did they thank you? Um, <laughs> That's not hard. They did, a, I think. You know. I think, yeah. It was just kind of like, you know, I, I had done my research, mm-hmm. and you know, nothing really came up. And they were like, well, if you really Google it, we come up. And I was like, yeah, all right. Um, but tell us about the podcast. It's a comics who have kids and we talk about how our kids cock block our careers. Mm-hmm. I had a blast on that show. Yeah. It was a lot fun. of fun. I've had some just wow, amazing guests lately. I, I'm, you know how it is when you first start out and you're like, all right, just trying to figure out the show. And sure. Then you, I just asked Brad Garrett. He was like, sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could just ask famous people. Not yeah. that. Honestly, not that I want just famous people. I just want comics. Right. I just want people who are comics. But then you just start to get like more and more interesting guests and and you realize I think it humanizes comedians. Because mm-hmm. like when I see you with your kid, I'm like, oh, Murray's not a douche. Right. <laughs> you know, are you enjoying I love that over there? So much. Is that the best laugh you got on the whole show? <laughs> No, you start snickering bright well. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean. Like when you, like when you see comics and their kids, it's just you realize it's like we're not all just Svens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had Bruce Daniels. Do you know Bruce Daniels? He's great. He's a real sweet guy. No, I don't know Bruce. He used to actually open for Margaret Cho, or he still might. Okay. I think he still might. But he's a comic, and um, he runs a really great show in L.A. And um, uh, it's called Drunk on Stage. Oh, he's the one who runs that. Sharon Sharon, Sharon Houston's been trying to get me on that. And I just haven't been able to lock it down. Sharon's on all the time. And, um, you know, he is uh, he's a gay man who who loves the gay mans. (laughs) And these two lesbians approached him and said, we want to have a baby. Can you do a man thing in this cup? And he did. Mm -hmm. And now he's part of the kid's life. Like he's his dad. So it's like stories like that that's like, oh my God. Oh, that's cool. Like, you know, you're you're raising this kid that you were just going to kind of help these two women mm-hmm. out, but now you're like in his life, like you're his dad, picking mm-hmm. him from school and taking him to the this, and you know, and it's something that he didn't expect. Right. And it's like he's going to clubs in West Hollywood and he has like a, a you know, a booster seat in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys are like, hey, let's go back to, wait, is that a, what is that? <laughs> like, is that a car seat? He's like, yeah, I'm a dad. What are you into? I'm a dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love stories like that. Like right. that kind of stuff um, it just makes me feel like uh, it, it just really warms my heart. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, we have to roll because we have to go live on Sirius XM here in a few minutes. And yeah. uh, I want to take a coffee break. I want some more coffee. Um, <clears throat> 2014 was great. Thank you all for listening. And uh, t-shirts, buying t-shirts. They're at a story merchandising. And this past year, I started taking donations on my podcast. And blown away by all the donations. Thank you so much. Say, is that it? How'd that go? It goes great. And awesome. this is that's they paid for your coffee, the listeners this morning. I, I keep it in one little section and I only use the money for the podcast and I donate some of it. So the first month we did it, we donated to Parkastathon. This month we're donating it to Life Rolls On. Uh, so I really appreciate your donations and I thank you for them and I look forward to more of them. Does that sound gross? Because <laughs> I'm still not 100% cool with all this. Uh, but you guys are awesome. Your listeners are great. I got an email the other day and when I returned it, the listener was like, oh my God, you returned my email. I can't believe you returned my email. I'm ha- I return every yeah. email. So if yeah. you've been wanting to get in told of me, say, you know, fucking get better at your job or whatever you want. If you want what suggestions or, email? Or, or anything, yeah. uh, you can hit me through Facebook. All right. Cause I'm oh. going to say, get better at your job. Well, <laughs> you can say it as you're walking right. out the door <laughs> and never coming back into my studio. 
Uh, you can reach me on the Facebook page, like us on the Facebook page, um, and you can uh, use this uh, comics on Safari at gmail.com. You can reach me through that. I just opened that up to listeners. And I'm really stoked for 2015, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hitting the road. I got a, a bunch of projects coming out. We're comics on Safari are heading out to the East Coast, which is going to be awesome, and Northern California. So I'm looking forward to that. And more uh, Road Stories podcast on the. Uh, lineup i'm reaching out to new comics who i haven't had on before i got josh wolf coming on uh chris frangel oh he's been on before kyle canane well he's been on before uh who else moshe kasher he's been on before <laughs> kira's coming back i just the same old same old comic <laughs> me gary will be back again for more breakfast editions so i'm looking forward to 2015 and i'm looking forward to meeting a bunch of you people so guys thank you so much for listening guys thank you so much for coming over no early problem. this morning i appreciate it Say goodbye, Kira. Goodbye, Kira. All right. <laughs> you want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great at bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.